Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. 99.9 KISW. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. Your chance to uh, win tickets to see Pearl Jam coming up at 420. Mm -hmm. We will give you the secret word. You will text that to 206-803-ROCK. 420 is the time for your chance to win tickets to see Pearl Jam. Our question, big or small, what bit you or tried to bite you? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Jeffrey. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Doing great, man. Thank you. All right. So my story comes in um, about freshman sophomore year. I'm all on the family farm. I'm the main season for our, for our hogs, so we're trying to breed them, raise them, sell them. You know, you, you, you all know the whole nine yards. Well, it, we get done and everything. We're separating all the babies, and uh, we're trying to get our boar off the female pig. And he's not so keen on the idea of dismounting. And when we, when we eventually get him dismounted, he just throws himself to me, looks at me, and then tries to bite me in the leg. A boar? Yes. Milking. Hmm. Well, you interrupted his sexy time. I mean, you, you physically have to remove this boar from having sex with the sow. Yes. Do you have to turn him like a I mean, corkscrew? Because that's the shape of his penis. Right. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Okay. I mean, did you not anticipate being bitten? I mean, look, if I'm having sex and someone forcibly removes me from my wife, I might bite you too. Yeah, it's going to be violent. I, mean, I kind of anticipated, but I didn't think he'd be that quick as how big he was. Okay, I got so you. He, 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 was a, he was a big boy. Oh. But yeah. That's a weird one. That is a weird one. I, I would never... I can't imagine two animals having sex, and I say, you know what? I'm going to go over here and stop this. I would just go to the dog trick. I'd, I'd pull out a hose. Is that not? I mean, if I'm having sex and someone starts squirting me with a hose, I'm probably going to stop, too. I mean, if you're a dog, maybe you don't care, but you're right. I, I would not physically get engaged with that because I would fully me. expect yeah. to get bitten. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would have to be a small dog. 
But like your dog, I like. If it was a dog that size, obviously I know your dog's female, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't stop a dog like that. But even if it's a small dog, I mean, the other ones to me that are the ones that are most yeah. likely to bite. You know, two chihuahuas. I'm not gonna mess with my that. seven pound cat, man. That thing hurt like hell. Yeah, it bit me constantly. I just, I no just remember Tigger, who was a Scottish Terrier. Uh-huh. It's not the biggest dog, but if he ever got out, he'd run down the street to Zuzu's house and get it on. Start humping that dog. So I mean, I just feel like with a small dog, you need at least like tug it off. Did you ever physically have to remove yes. Tigger? Oh, you did. I mean, it was like it was good as gold. That was his whole goal in life, wasn't it? To run down the road and have sex. I guess, but I mean, he was he was neutered, <laughs> right? But still, huh? Yeah, he just loved that dog. Nothing gonna stop me. So was Miles the dog that humped pillows. I I don't understand how that works. He got after it. Big or small would bit you or tried to bite you. 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Lawrence. Welcome to the men's room. Hello, hola. Hola. So this happened like 30 years ago. I go to a buddy's house. We go to, I go go over there and smoke some pot. We go there and... uh, we're sitting there, and uh, my buddy, my other buddy, who is his roommate, is sleeping inside his room. The guy's like, he's a big guy. He's like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, big man. We're smoking pot. All of a sudden, we hear the sound. We're like, what the heck is that? So we go, and we trace the sound into this guy's bedroom. We go in there, and this, there's a brown lacoose that's draped across his hand. Now, this thing it looks like a tarantula. It's huge. I've never seen one in that big in my life. So I go, stay there. And the thing is draped across his hand and it's sleeping with him on his hand. So I run in the kitchen, I grab a glass jar and I come running back and I'm like, I come up to it, I'm like, how am I getting this this thing inside this jar? And my friend says, screw it, move. And so I move and he flings it. And as he flings it, his hand, it bites him on his thumb. The slider hits the, hits the uh, drapes, falls on the ground. I catch it inside the jar, and his thumb immediately starts rotting. So immediately it starts to rot. Yes. That quickly. That quickly. Damn. So we take him to so I take him to the emergency. We get him in an emergency, and he's in, he's in skin graft surgery for two and a half hours. Jesus. After the surgery, the doctor comes up to us, and he goes, so you understand that you're going to be attracting spiders for the next five years. And we're like, why? And he goes, because the potency of the brown lacoose venom is in his form, and the hormones will make other spiders attract you because they smell like that. You smell, they smell the death, I guess. So fast forward nine, uh, nine months later, me and that guy... And a couple other buddies, we go to another friend's house, and we're going to go inside the garage. There's like nine of us. It's a Friday night. We're all going to go inside and get high. So we go, we go in the garage, and I go, I'm not sitting next to this guy. And they go, why? <laughs> I, said, because, I said, because he attracts spiders. And they're like, no way. And they get my, my friend's like, screw you, and grabs a chair and goes and sits in the middle of the uh, garage. And sure as heck, a spider comes crawling out and going right over towards him. It was the wildest thing in the world. How, but was he able to keep his thumb? Uh, yeah, he went through. Uh, he went through. Um, so after his skin graft surgery, he had um, do uh, was it physical therapy for like over a year. Jesus, just so he could okay. give a thumbs up. Yeah, I mean, like, what is the physical therapy of <laughs> your thumb? You could do it now, Fonz. <laughs> oh. So you're telling me, if a brown recluse bites you and puts enough venom in your ass that that smell will attract more spiders to you. Yes. It, it stays in your body, for in your system, for five years. The 
Doctor explain to us, and you'll attract spiders wherever you go. Sounds to me like you got to stop going over to your buddy's house and getting stoned. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I would tell my buddy, like, That's, man, look, I do not like spiders. I like you. I will not see you for five years. Big or small, would that you are trying to bite you? Two zero six eight zero three rock. Nice if that happened to ha- with hot chicks. What's that? Yeah, sometimes you pull off one that you don't really know how you did it. And then all of a sudden, yeah. Yeah, then it's like, oh, good news. For the next five years, women out of your league will be attracted to you. Cool. It'll be the greatest five years of your life. Right? <laughs> Hello, Matthew. Welcome to the men's room. Ah, liquor and whores. Liquor and whores. So I, I got stung by a stingray. A stingray? A stingray. Where did so it get I you? Away they bite. Wait, say that oh. again? I say that's kind of the way they bite. Yeah, with their tail. I mean, it, Steve Irvin in here for a reason, or Irwin. Irwin, yeah. Where did it uh, hit you? Uh, in the back of the calf. So you stepped on the damn thing. Yep, I was shuffling my feet. They told me to shuffle my feet, but it didn't seem to work. Were you in the Gulf of Mexico? Uh, not the Gulf, but I was uh, in between Mazalan and Puerto Vallarta. Oh, great. Okay. Do you have it? So it wasn't the biggest one in the world. Did you feel it? Uh, did did it sweep you off your feet? In other words, did you step directly on it? I did on about its head, and I felt it. The stung I felt first, and then I felt the wiggle of it, you know, getting away from me after right. it stung me. Yeah. How bad did that freak you out? Uh, real bad. I, I mean, I, I didn't surf for another week. Oh. So how bad was the, the wound area? It, uh, just a big red spot, but the burning sensation in the whole lower leg was the worst. It was, you know, deep burn. And do you have to go to the doctor for this, or is it just something you just have to wait it out? The locals gave me a, a local plant to boil, and then, uh, you know, put the, when after I boiled it, you know, the, the local plant and then applied that to the wound, and it eventually, you know, helped for the ease the swelling and the pain. Well, those barbs, right. depending on how long they are, the reason that Steve Irwin died is because the barb was probably three to four inches. Yeah. And when the barb came up, it penetrated, it either hit an artery or hit his heart. Or puncture, whatever it yeah, did. Yeah, went to the chest. I feel like, it, yeah, whatever yeah, it, I feel did. Like it hit him right in the, in the heart. Yeah, it was, it was just a, a bullseye shot. But, you know, that's I cannot believe that's how he died. Typically that, uh, well. I mean, just look, yeah. it, you know, because you watch him jumping on top of crocodiles and all this nonsense, mm-hmm. other animals. So when I heard, like, wait a minute, he's chilling on the beach. Well, not chilling on the beach. He was out in the water and a stingray killed him. Yep. Like, damn, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, pierced in the chest by a short tail stingray barb. Tell on the barb is. Or just, I guess that's all we need to I know. Think it just, I just think it just hit the spot. Damn. I mean, it's not unheard of for them to kill. Sure. It's just very rare that somebody Super dies rare. from it. Yeah. And But of all the people you wouldn't expect, I just would not have thought there'd be Steve Irwin that succumbs to a stingray barb. No. To the chest. Big or small, what bit you were trying to bite you? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Deborah. Welcome to the men's room. Hello. How are you guys? Hola. 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 Yeah, so I... Uh, I lived in Lake Hapisman City, Arizona when I was very young. I was 10. And, you know, there's all sorts of animals out there. And I think the most vicious one was probably the uh, the donkeys that, or the burrows, like, roam the whole area. But we'd go out and chase the lizards. And nobody told us that Gila monsters were very dangerous and very toxic. Yeah, they're one so, of two venomous reptiles on Earth. Right. And I'm like, going, what in the world is going on here? So we're chasing them. We're playing with them. And we've done that for years. And then all of a sudden, I got bit. And my mom says, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. 
Where did it bite you? On my hand. Okay. Yep, right, right on the fatty tissue next to my pinky finger. Right where you tried to grab it. <laughs> right, I tried to grab We were chasing them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it didn't jump up and decide to bite your hand. <laughs> no, no, no. We were trying to grab them. Okay. Because we like to pull them. And most of them were, like, really mellow. But this one was not. And it was not going to have it. So it bit me. And we went to the hospital just for, you know, just do a wound check. Oh, don't worry about it. Then three months later, it's like, these things are totally toxic. You cannot get bit by a Gila monster and have it be something that's just going to go away. Right. And then it was probably, I don't know, like 14 years later, my son adopts a, my, not 14, 24 years later, my son adopts a, um, a kitten. And it was, happened to be a pixie bob, pixie bobcat, a uh-huh. little tiny bobcat. And I was only in the house for like two seconds and it like leached onto my hand and I, my hand like swelled up like a balloon. It looked like a football. So I went to the hospital and they said, nope, you gotta, nope, you're gonna come in every every day and get, get antibiotics. I'm going, oh no. And so those pixie bobs, their mouths are nasty. They're dirty. Yeah. Uh, cats are not good if they bite you. No, I didn't know that though. I mean, I haven't bitten my cats, but you know, my, by my cats, like when I'm roughing them up, but not this cat. But it took him like five minutes to get the thing off my hand. And is it just clamping down the whole time? Absolutely. And what do you do? Are you screaming or are you staying calm? I'm staying calm. Okay. Yep, I'm staying calm, but it didn't matter. I mean, the cat was not going to let go until it was ready to let go. So did you get infected or did that go away? Oh, it was hugely infected. Yeah, so I was in the hospital like every day for like almost three weeks getting antibiotics injected into like this port that they put in my arm. So was the cat bite in the end worse than the Gila monster bite? Oh, the cat bite was much worse. Okay. So it's crazy because we have a story about a guy in Colorado who yeah. had a pet Gila monster. He died after the thing bit. Yeah. Did he, did, oh, yeah. did, he, did he get rid of that cat? No, he still has it. Okay, good Do terms. you still go yeah. to visit him? Yeah, and he won't bite me anymore. Well, thank God. Okay, all right. Why, why do you say it like that? What did you do to this cat? Well, I picked him up and booted him across the room. <laughs> okay, that's right. a good yeah, trick. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, the guy was in Colorado, 34 years old. Uh, he had uh, two pet uh, Gila monsters. One of them bit him. Uh, they called 911 with regards to an animal bite about 11.45 in the evening on uh, the 12th. The bite was later determined to be that of the uh, the Gila monster. The victim transported to the hospital. He died there four days later. This was a medical-only call that evening. Agents did not respond uh, out. Unfortunately, the 34-year-old male victim did not survive over the weekend. Damn. Now, what they did was they took the Gia monster to a lab at the University of Northern Colorado, and they test venom. They're gonna, uh, they have extracted some, and they're going to study it to get a clearer understanding of how it caused the man's death because... Although Gila monsters, uh, Gila monsters are poisonous, as you said, most of the time, their bites are not fatal to humans. Most of the time. Most of the time. But uh, that did not uh, happen this time. Big or small, what bit you or tried to bite you? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Gary. Welcome to the men's room. Hello, my brothers. Hola. My story involves a time back when I was in the Navy early. By the way, I have called you guys a few times, and uh, 
been uh, listening to you forever. I usually call on Thursdays for Big Dummy. But anyway, back to my story. So I'm dating my uh, my future uh, wife. I have the background of the last story in my head, so it's freaking me out. Um, I was bit on the belly by a horse. <laughs> How did it that happen? It me to my knees. Well, um, we were visiting this place called El Caballo in the Philippines uh, when I was on deployment there. And uh, I had some carrots to feed into the horses. I ran out. I petted this one horse on the head. And I started to step away, and I noticed he dropped his head and stuck his right into my stomach and bit me right on the belly button. How bad was that? It was miserable. Like <laughs> I said, dropped me to my knees immediately. I started turning around, and I started looking for a stick because I was going to beat the horse. And the, the horse taker was standing over about five feet away. He goes, sir, that's not going to make any matters. The horse forgot what he did. I was like, ah, well, I didn't. Anyway, it hurt. Yeah, I bet it yeah. would. Yeah. I've heard that horse bites really, really suck. Yeah. Just some people like feeding it apples or carrots or whatever. And I would hear this all the time as a kid, right? And just the amount, of, you know, no venom, nothing like that. Just how bad it hurts. Their but then teeth every once are in a while, huge. Yeah, yeah, they're like they're huge. four times the size of human teeth, you know. But anyway, they would bring horses like to the elementary school and the kids could feed it. And I never wanted to do it because the only thing I'd heard is like, hey, man, if he grabs that carrot wrong and bites into you, it sucks. That's, I mean, look, you saw me as soon as we started talking about it, right? Palm up. All your hand, all your fingers flat, your thumb out. Oh, is that what they uh, talk yeah, to you? Yeah, because you got it right. Because he's, they're just their teeth are so big, they'll come down and you'll feel it. Because I fed horses before, but yeah, if you just fed it like holding it like a ball, it's gonna bite one of your fingers. Yeah, that's why. Like as a kid, they'd bring the horse, and it was exciting to see a horse. You know, you're like nine years old or something. But uh, like, you want to feed it? Like, nah. And if they man. turn around, they're either gonna kick you or pee on you. Yeah, <laughs> dude. That I always talk about going to Chincoteague Island to see the wild ponies when yeah. they swim across. The McDonald's there has a couple of uh, ponies in a pen. And, like, uh, you know, like the old school machines, you put a quarter or two in and you get stuff out of them? Yeah. This one, you just get feed out of it and you feed feed the the horses. But, like, one of my babysitters growing up, like, when I was a kid, she, like, took care of people's stalls and stuff. Yeah. So, like, I was kind of used to feeding horses. So we Mm -hmm. thought it was awesome. You should go to the uh, Olympic, uh, God, what is it? Took the kids out two years ago, three years ago, the Olympic. uh... Oh, the Adam, is it something Quest? I don't remember. It, I mean, I cannot remember the Olympic animal farm animals. So anyway, you go, you, know, you drive through, you feed all these animals, and uh, most of them are pretty cool. But they do have these big ass bison. But this one particular bison would not. T- I know Ted, that is for you. Good work. This one particular bison <laughs> slash buffalo would not pull its head out of the window, right? Because I'm feeding him bread, but as I'm feeding, it was okay. You know, big nasty ass tongue, but he's drooling all over my legs, and everything kind of sucked. And I just. You're trying to figure out what to do because every time he would eat some of this bread, and he was pretty gentle how he mm-hmm. took it, but the size of his teeth. And that's not what bothered me. What bothered me was at some point, because now the kids are like, well, daddy's not leaving. I'm like, guys, I understand that. This is like a 4,000-pound animal. i got to figure out how to get it out of this car without it freaking out and biting me, man. I'm like, look at his teeth. So finally, I mean, it just was pacing the car the whole time, but its head, again, mm-hmm. is in the window. So finally, I put my hands on his head. And it's like pushing the side of a truck, you know what I mean? Just and his little black eyeball shifts over to me, and I'm like, "Okay, buddy, I'm trying to here. talk in that voice, trying to push his head." Up. Dude, 
You can't push it. He eventually pulled his own head out, but like I just kept looking at his teeth like, please do not bite me, man. Seaside, uh, Oregon. <laughs> they have an aquarium there where you can feed the seals. You basically yeah. buy a pack of sardines and you just sit there and you hold them up there. Seal came up and it was the same guy. This guy's following me back and forth. I'm trying to find another seal. He, he, he's on me, right? So I, I put up like a second sardine and he goes and he, I mean, full takes like three or four of my fingers. I'm holding on to the tail. Yeah. Into his mouth. But he was intuitive enough to know that those were my fingers, and he did not bite down on my fingers, and he kind of jumped off for a minute, and I gave it to him again, and really? then he took it. And I was like, thank you for realizing <laughs> yeah. that that was not fish, because those were my fingers. How long were you thinking, I'm about to lose my Here's fingers? Here's the thing. I could not feed any of the other seals. He would not allow it. I was the only, he was the only one. Like, he would get into a fight. He would, he would push could the other Could other guys people like, feed the other seals? Sure. So he just you. you. You're the guy. You're the guy. That whole box is <laughs> coming focused. to me. That's it. <laughs> Big or small, what bit you or tried to bite you? 206-803-ROCK. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Room returns with Miles and Thrills. Big or small, what bitch you or tried to bite you? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Wes. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitches. Hola. What's happening, fellas? Enjoying it. How are you? Yep, doing the same. Doing the same. Nice. Hey, so uh, I've been bit by quite a few things, but, uh, you know, animal-wise. Like know, what? Yeah, give us a quick rundown of different things that have bitten you. Because I was going through my personal role today. I don't have a lot. I really don't. Cat. Yeah, I've uh, dogs. All right. Been, been one, uh, I don't know, probably a dozen times or so, but most of the time for uh, getting in the middle of dog fights, whatever. You know, okay, well, yeah. Being... Being where I shouldn't have been. Uh, nothing serious, though. A couple of punctures. Cats, crazy cats. Uh, <laughs> one crazy ex-girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Problems. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the thing that I really remembered after a couple of colors ago, uh, the breeding boar. The breeding boar. The boar that's on top of the yeah, bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, anyways, I had one latch a hold of me. I was like 12, 13, and I... Uh, on the farm, and my grandpa, we always just raised a couple, you know, just to, you know, raise it over. And this thing looks like a Russian boar. It's got no ears. They're lost at the frostbite. And uh, 
it was it was rough, right? And I was like, I'm thinking, I don't know, Grandpa. You know, saying. And anyways, we unload it, and it, uh, you know, no fight. He comes in, checks out the ladies. He's like, hey, checking out the chow. He's like, this ain't too bad. Sitting there scratching him. Yeah. Ain't so bad. I mean, it looks rough, but he's cool. So, Grandpa and his buddies start talking. I'm just young kid sitting there listening to the old timers and the the rail or of the hogpen's about waist high. Just a perfect height to kind of throw an ass cheek on and a little bit of a, a leg. Right. And he's kind of rooting around. Do that. He starts to kind of rooting at my thigh. And I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? You know, and I'm sitting there looking at him. And then, ha! <laughs> he latched on. And then, picked up. What is going on? Right. It's like two days of this. Yeah, right? well, your phone right. keeps fading in yeah. and out, man. Call, call back if you can. It sounds like you bitch in the ass. That's wild. That hasn't happened a ton, but it's happened well, the last happened two days. The same today. exact time, too. It was like this time yesterday. Was same, it? Well, we had two calls in a row. Where right, right. Fading in, phone. fading out. Well, the one guy was on a speakerphone, and yeah, and this dude, yeah, like the guy yesterday, just keeps yeah, a little bit louder. Yeah, well, no, no. you talk about... Uh, it's he, like he's on a real slow he, rocking chair. Okay, l l listen to the story. So he said that he, uh, girlfriend bit him one time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So we go to Florida, where a guy almost lost his leg. He could have died from a rare flesh-eating bacterial infection, and that was developed after he was bitten in the thigh during a family fight. Now, the guy's 53 years old. His name is Donnie Adams, and he is a funeral home assistant in a, a Tampa suburb. So he goes to the ER mid-February to treat a bump the size of a dollar coin on his upper left thigh. Sit home with the tetanus shot antibiotics, but the injury got worse over the next few days. Got red, swollen, painful to touch. His thigh almost looked like an orange peel because of the swelling that was underneath it. By day three, the leg was swollen. It felt warm, and I had problems with mobility and everything else, he said. So he ended up surviving a flesh-eating disease that had begun destroying part of his leg. Uh, Adams told the doctor he sustained the bite while breaking up a family altercation. Good Lord. <laughs> now, he says, I pulled them off of each other, and in the process, I got bit. So when I saw him in the hospital, you could see the bite mark on his thigh. It had teeth marks. I was very convinced this guy is telling the truth. Yeah. This is what happened. Why would you lie about that? Well, here's the thing about Donnie Adams, who got bit. He declined to say what sparked the family dust-up or identify which relative bit him. Family is everything. Sometimes things go down in families. I'm a man of faith. People can be forgiven, and that's the way I feel about it. It was a family event that went sour between two people. And even though I got in the middle of it and I got injured, it doesn't mean I'm going to hate my family over this. Adam said he was likely only a day or two from needing an amputation from the human bite. I think that uh, they should probably go tell that family member, brush, floss, something, something man. Big or small, what bit you were trying to bite you? 206-803, right? What kind of infection did it say? A flesh-eating bacteria. bacteria. Because yeah. of the bite yeah. from a person. So whatever's in that dude's mouth, man. Not that anyone's mouth is that clean, but Jesus. Ah, Florida. Yeah. Family event. There's a fist fight. You <laughs> bit somebody. Like, I haven't, I'm envisioning what this guy looks like. Me too. And I feel like we've checked all the boxes. Yeah. Florida, family, yeah. Hello, Justin. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, Joey. Hola. I got two little quick ones for you. The first one, I got uh, bit by a parakeet at my mother-in-law's house because he was trying to get my Uzel's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. right. where the fight? I mean, look, I, I got to side with the parakeet on this one, Isn't man. that cannibalism in a way? 
Is oh, it yeah, though? Just, just a little bit. Like, like my mother-in-law was like, "Oh yeah, no, if you have chicken, she'll bite you." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "Oh yeah, that's like her crack food. If she sees it, she'll hop across the room until she gets to the closest person and just die for it." Now, is this specifically Ezel's or anyone's fried chicken? If it's Ezel's or Heaven Sent, right? Well, right. that's the same okay, thing. Right. Same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, so yeah. even the parakeet. It's like, I don't care about KFC. Oh, yeah. I don't need Bojangles. If you got Heaven Sent or Ezel's, I'm on it. I kid you not. When I, when I was working in the detail shop, I remember looking over. There was a whole group of birds that were all pecking at something, and I shoot them away, and it was another one of their little brethren that was laying down there all the skeleton. They are cannibalistic. They oh, yeah. do not care. Oh, and the pigeon. But, but if you eat a monkey, is that cannibalism? Like, I mean, we're, we're all primates, but if I eat a gorilla, I'm not a cannibal. I'm just a horrible human Mike, being. You know, a lot of people way. struggle, even if you're hunters, with eating primates. Mike, well, we, sure, saw, sure. we saw that pigeon uh, fly into the building here and die. It hit the ground. The next time we went outside, uh, seagulls were all over. Ripping this thing to shreds. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, only, okay. But there's definitely humans that eat primates. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, it's not that far But they're off. not cannibals. I got to ask you before you move on to your next story. Between Heaven Sent and Azels, I've never been to Heaven Sent. Is there a better one, more so than the other? Man, that's really hard. I I tend to go more towards Heaven Sent just because of the, of the size and because, funny enough, they carry Fago and it's pretty tasty. <laughs> oh, you're, you're uh, a juggalo. Juggalo, yeah. juggalo, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, what was your other one? So the other one, I was uh, at a, a funeral up in uh, Vancouver, BC, for uh, my aunt, and we went to my cousin, uh, my cousin's house for the reception and all of that. Well, she replaced all of her grass with clover because she doesn't have to cut it and, and all and, and all of that. And she said, "Yeah, just stay on the path, and you'll you'll be fine." I'm like, I have no idea what the hell that that means. So me just getting pissed, drunk, and all of that, I just hang out my bare feet on the clover. Well, it turns out that in the clover was a ton of fire ants. Oh. oh. Yeah, so I'm like, just standing there, have my rum and coke, and just having a good old time. And I'm like, what the hell? My feet just, like, really hurt. I was, like, standing on pins and needles. And I was like, what the hell is going on? I looked down, and it's just a swarm of little tiny red ants all over my freaking feet. Were you barefoot? Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, no, this is in the summertime. How do you go to a funeral? I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fine question. When you put it like that. Yeah. Eating fried chicken I'm barefoot a, in a yeah. yard. <laughs> Somebody died. <laughs> you know how to party, Justin. I like it. When you get barefoot, eat these L's, and eulogize. My problem with these L's is just I, I can't get away from the rolls. I, is, the rolls are... Are they, good at, are they as good as Heaven Sent? I mean, it's the same guy. I, I know that. I mean, it's a Zell. It's his recipe. Right, right. but he had to go so Heaven Sent. So he had sent. to change the name to Heaven Sent, so I would imagine mm-hmm. everything tastes exactly the same. Sounds to me like he's got that, different sides, though. Yeah, which I, I was unaware of. I wonder if that was his, like, all right, fine, you keep the name, I'll call mine Heaven Sent, but here's some sides I'm to bring up to you. No, he... I'm pretty sure he was opening more Azels, and was like, I'll, I'll call it... Like, that's my name. And then I know the, the other name. owner sued him. So he switched it to heaven okay. scent. All right. So what are the sides? Tasty sides. Tasty. tasty. Oh, they're tasty, tasty sides. Says it right there. You got mashed taters, right. coleslaw, potato salad, baked beans, loose corn. Oh, boy. I like, like it. loose corn. Loose, loose yeah. corn woman. <laughs> French fries, gravy, rolls, and cornbread muffin. French fries. I've never had French fries there. They have that at Azelle's. They do. That's his, uh, I thought you were on Heaven's. My, my daughter used to, this is Heaven's Sin. That's Heaven's Sin. They, they have a French fries at Azelle's too, because ah, okay. my daughter used to get the chicken strips and the fries. All fried okra, mac and cheese, collard greens, gizzards, liver, 
Uh, they, uh, oh, they do uh, wings and drumettes, too. Uh, could I get the liver and some wings, please? So that is different. Okay. Big or small, what bit you were trying to bite you? 206-803-ROM. <laughs> I just have to tell this story one more time. What's that? Years ago... Is this collard greens? No. Years oh. ago, I'm backstage at a rap concert, right? And I'm with our, our, our old boss's wife, who works for this record label. Yeah. So we're backstage. And there's another coworker of ours that's with us. So me and her are in like this little, like, kind of... It's out at the gorge... Like that one bar, like I guess you got to have a pass to be back there because there's like catered food and stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're getting drinks, and it's the backstage area is catered by Azels. So the other person that works with us is white as I am. We go, we go over there. There's one piece of chicken left, and we look over, and there's this tall brother, (laughs) and we're like. And before we get to say, like, you can have it, he goes, you don't have to give it to me. We all arrived around the same time, and it's like, well, like, what? he's like, you don't have to give it to me. I just me. want to bite of the skin. <laughs> Big or small wood bit, you are trying to bite you. 206-803-ROCK. Guess who it is, Ted? James. James, welcome to the men's room. Is that me? That is you. If you are is James. Your name James? Awesome. Hey. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Well, all right, to the show. <laughs> um, I uh, uh, I used to own a, uh, a reptile business, so I've I've been bitten by countless amounts of things. I've been bitten by a, a, an anaconda, um, and and uh, you know spiders, everything you can think of. The scariest one was a um, a gaboon viper, um, which if you Google what they look like, they um, they're beautiful animals. They have the longest fangs of any other snake. Their their fangs are about two inches long. Jesus. And that's the and, one to mention. Um, cool. Yes. And they're actually very docile snakes. They're, like, they're not that aggressive. Like, I won't handle, you know, mambas or um, uh, 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 cobras because they're too fast and too aggressive, and I'm not really a snake guy. But um, I. Uh, How are you in the reptile and, business, but not a snake guy? I oh feel like the, the two should go hand in hand. Uh, uh, <laughs> snake people bother me. Um, I'm not that type of guy that you know walk down the street with a big snake so on my neck and go, "You want to touch my snake?" It's not like, the it's snakes; not, it's snake people. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> There's a few snakes that that I like, but um. <laughs> you know, I I don't really I don't have them anymore. Uh, you know, it's not it's not my shtick. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, but no, this thing uh, reached around and sunk into my hand, and thankfully, it had super long fangs, and it went all the way through my hand, and the venom squirted on the floor, and um, I didn't have to go to the hospital or anything. It should it should have killed me. Um, the thing. It should have killed me, but uh, yeah, I just I just lucked out because it squirted right through my hand. Did uh, you keep this snake? Uh, it was for sale. I, I like I said, I own the business, so I, I imported animals from all over Indonesia, South America, um, Africa, on um, that sort of thing. So why don't you just go to an um, why don't you just go to an Amish farm and pick them up in a Tupperware container? I, I, I didn't know the Amish sold. No, oh, that's all. They have one of the biggest legally. exotic animal rackets in, in, in the country. Yeah, not legally. Oh, but yeah. yeah, dude. The, the, the you Amish. Want, you want to mess up, man? Yeah, Ohio and Pennsylvania. Like, 
Just go to the right mm-hmm. guys, say what you're looking for. They'll say, hang yeah. on a minute. I want and an they'll, elephant. And they'll bring it to you in a Tupperware container. 20 minutes, here you go. Yeah, you're like, where the hell did you get that? So did you actually see the fangs out of the other side of your hand? Yeah. And when the venom hits the floor, so you recognize, okay, it, it, say it did inject you with venom, how long do you have? Um, a couple of hours, maybe. Um, they're pretty toxic. Um, like much like I, I also I read. Sorry, you guys were talking about Gila monsters earlier, and that's I'm sorry, it's how it's pronounced is Gila. Oh, trust me, everyone on the text line, let us know it's Gila. It's spelled with a G. <laughs> we know now, yes, and they're venomous. Yeah, and they're venomous, yeah, not poisonous. But, yes, but um, <laughs> yeah, but, but I used to um, I I bred those as well, and one of the coolest thing about them is is um, you grab them by the neck, and they open their mouths up. And they don't have, like, a hypodermic needle ven- uh, fangs like snakes do. They have tracks on the back of their teeth. And they squirt the venom, and they're chewers. So they chew on you when they bite you. I've never been bitten by one because I'm not stupid. Um, but the venom, they're, they're, when you grab them by the neck and they open their mouths up, it smells like flowers. It, it smells like um, almost like a rose, but, but kind of. It's very bizarre how how fruity their their venom smells. It's kind of cool. Have you ever uh, tripped on any of that toad stuff? Any what? Uh, of the toad stuff, like the, the skin or what? The, the secretions, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, oh, oh, like from a Colorado River toad? I guess. Okay. Yes. And what is that trip like? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I have. One time back in college. <laughs> no more questions, please. Uh, what is that trip like, man? Um... It's uh, it's a lot like being super drunk on Mad Dog 2020. It's terrible. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that is that's point, not the description point, of the point there. taken. Uh, right. I'll okay. never do that. Did you guys, yeah, there's a show I was watching for a while Lickers. called Hamilton's uh, Pharmaceutical. All right, and the guy's very like he's like, look, I like psychedelics, this and that, but he he goes around and tries them and figures out the science of them. That toad venom stuff was pretty. Mess him up? Pretty wild, yeah. Well, if he does all kinds of stuff, and that messes him up, so... Yeah. 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 Big or small, what bit you or tried to bite you? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Tom. Welcome to the men's room. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hola. Hey, so back in 2006, uh, I joined the Army, and I was stationed in South Carolina. And uh, right in the last week of basic training, we had this combat training. And uh, I wake up one morning, and my whole right arm is covered in bites. About two weeks later, um, I have about four grand mal seizures back to back. Jesus, man. So, yeah, so they sent me to the hospital, civilian hospital. Well, come to find out, I had gotten encephalitis, which is essentially like, uh, I think the nerves in your brain start expanding or spreading apart, some along the lines of that. Uh, but they come to find that it was from a mosquito bite. So, Jeez. like I said, this is 2006, and I still get uh, minor seizures uh, pretty often ever since then. Well, that's comforting knowing you're driving right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty comforting. Luckily, uh, luckily they only happen at night. Um, but, it, you know, this has gone on since 2006, and then this past year I actually had two more seizures that, don't go swimming alone. There's a whole list of things. So do they suspect that this is something you're going to deal with for the rest of your life then? 
you know, um, nobody can really answer that. I've gone to, you know, a neurologist. They can't seem to find out what, you know, what is causing it. Um, but it all, I mean, it all stems from that moment. And uh, nothing scarred on the brain, nothing like that. Just, you know, here I am. Man, that's Jesus, crazy. Pretty, man. Pretty crazy. All yep, from, uh, well, mosquitoes. Mosquitoes kill, that's the number one killer uh, in, yeah, in the animal one. kingdom. I mean, that's, that's mosquitoes. That's always, always number one, every single time. You, you know, you think of it like. It's not even close. Yeah, it's, it's like it's not even close. Uh, dogs, yeah. uh, deer show up just based on the fact that people Cars, get in car wrecks right, and stuff right. like that. But mosquitoes always uh, atop that list. All right, uh, still to come, the return of Who Sucks Less. And we got your emails on the way next from the men's room at KISW. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.